Hello, I'm Curtis Bowers, and this is Agenda Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I really appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. Uh, a lot of things going on, like usual. I had a great time last week at the Prepper Camp, and it was fun meeting some of you that were there. Uh, that was a, a great time of learning and just uh, being exposed to a lot of different things, ideas and products. Today, I'm going to talk about how I feel that the other side, the elites, the globalists are planning something coming up in the near future because they need it. They need it because they have to win the 2024 election. I've got a clip from Tucker I'm going to play and then talk about because he feels the same way. And then also Andy Schechtman um, did an interview with uh, Daniela Camboni. He hit on a lot of things I believe are accurate assessments of what's going on, how they're they're looking to collapse the dollar at the right time, and the things they're doing prove that's what they're trying to do. But he'll talk about that, and we'll discuss it. At the end, I'm going to cover four products that I got at the Prepper Camp. I interviewed the people that were selling them because they were things I'd been looking for to solve problems with prepping and survival and living off the land and, and different things. But we'll talk about those at the end. I think you'll enjoy hearing them. They might be things that you have been looking for too, to solve some of the problems of being self-sufficient in every situation, even if the grid goes down or different things happen. But anyway, I appreciate you joining me and um, I think you'll really enjoy this. And starting off here, I want to play this clip from Tucker, and he has a gut feeling that a war with Russia is in the works, and he has good reasons for thinking that. And I want to play that in case you haven't seen it, and then talk about that. I think the lies are, are, are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or posthumously, but you're, you know, lies are always revealed by their nature. And these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the Biden administration has no idea what it's doing, that Joe Biden is not running the government, and that it's not working at all. And I think by that point, we're going to have a real economic contraction. I think we're going to be in the, in the teeth of a very tough recession, and that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming, the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win, right? Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right's afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be, no, what are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia is what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. And really? On the, of, yes, of course. They want it anyway. Um, I don't think we'll win it, but that's a separate analysis. But I think it's a political matter. They need to declare war footing in order to assume war powers in order to win. I believe that. And I think well, the evidence suggests that's true. So if you're worried about our politics getting like even more vicious than it already is and people being hurt in our politics, which is entirely possible, you should be worried about the prospect of an open war. We're already at war with Russia, of course. We're, we're funding their enemies. So we're fighting Russia. But I mean, an open battle with Russia where we say we're at war with Russia. 
I think that could easily happen. Uh, you know, I think we could Tonkin golf our way into it where all of a sudden missiles land in Poland. The Russians did it. Our NATO allies been attacked. We're going to war. I could see that happening very easily. So if you're worried about that, you need to put as much pressure as you possibly can on the Republican held Senate to force a peace, which can be done. The United States could force a peace in Ukraine tonight. We're funding one side. There is no Ukrainian army outside of NATO. If NATO withdrew its support for Ukraine, Ukraine would crumble in a day. So we are the only power in the world that can bring both sides to the table to force a peace, which will be unsatisfactory as all forced pieces are. Like each side will give more than it wants, but that's the only option. Otherwise, we I would bet my house on it. We are going to war with Russia. And of course, the stakes are, are everything, our life on the planet. I mean, these are the two biggest nuclear arsenals in the world facing off against each other. So like, this is insane. They're insane. These are people who think men can become women who believe that face masks save you from COVID. I mean, these are not rational people. Would they go to war with Russia? Of course they would. Again, they want to anyway. And I don't know why Republicans don't get this at all, but they don't seem to get it. And meanwhile, Republican leaders, and Mitch McConnell's seen now too, so I don't even blame him, but all the stupid Republican senators and McCarthy in the House I mean, it's pathetic. Um, these people are all on board with the war against Russia. Why? You're leading this country to its destruction. We've already lost control of the world. The American empire's in free fall right now. And we're going to lose the U.S. dollar. And when that happens, we're going to have real poverty here, like Great Depression level poverty. And it comes from this war. And I don't understand why no one else can see this, but it's super obvious once you leave, the, go spend a week in Europe and talk to smart people on both sides. Like, it doesn't matter what their politics are and ask them, like, what, what effect do you think the war in Ukraine has had on American leadership in Europe? <laughs> Dude, and by the way, Western Europe is our only reliable ally in the world. We only have one out real ally, um, and that's Western Europe. And Western Europe is being destroyed by this. The German economy was crushed when the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream. I know nobody cares, but if you think like long-term about this, they're really kicking the legs out from under this country in a way that is not possible to repair, at least in the short term. I think the key point was those in power cannot lose power. I've said that many times on here. They're too close to the finish line to allow something to stop them from reaching it and winning the race. And so another key thing why I think Russia might be the, the ticket for us and, and our globalists to get this war going, it creates such chaos. It'll, of course, allow them to be in a war footing like you talked about, where then elections, you can suspend them or do whatever. But also, Russia is an impediment to world government. Russians, I know many that live in America, they're very patriotic, far more than Americans are for America. And you can't have people that are patriotic anymore. They've destroyed most of the countries of the world where most people don't feel that much allegiance to their country because their country has let them down. It's collapsing. It has a corrupt government and everything else. But there are still a few countries that are patriotic. America is one of them, and Russia is definitely one of them. And they realize they're not going to buy into the world government either because they love their country. And so anyway, now I have a clip from Andy Sheckman talking about how he sees by their actions that the main thing they're doing is setting up so the dollar won't be the world reserve currency anymore. They want that to happen at the right moment. 
to implement the CBDCs to finally get control so they can eliminate all opposition, not just silence them, but when they can delete your bank account, then yeah, they've got total control. Let's look at, at two things and two people in particular. Number one is Jared Bernstein. He's the, the lead economic advisor to the U.S. Uh, administration, to the Biden administration. His, his, his topic of, of um, his, his thesis that has gained him, I guess, a lot of um, uh, pushback is, is to, for the U.S. to shed its world reserve status. He's written reports that were picked up in the New York Times and the Washington Post, the most famous being dethroned King Dollar for where he advocates the U.S. should immediately uh, shed its reserve status. It, the privilege of having it is one we can no longer afford. If I wanted to get rid of the world reserve status, the first thing I would do would be to weaponize the dollar, to, to um, push uh, Russia out of SWIFT, to confiscate their assets, to not just sanction them, but to confiscate them and, and use them, tell them that we are using them to rebuild the Ukraine. And then at the exact same time, I would uh, push away what is the linchpin of the dollar hegemony, and that is the, the petrodollar, Saudi Arabia. And we signed another executive order saying by 2030, we'll be 50% green, and by 2050, nearly 80% green. In essence, we're telling Saudi Arabia, hey, we don't need you anymore. Those two things in particular would, would be the very first two things I would do to lose the world reserve status. And then if I look at the number two in charge, Lael Brainerd, who is a modern monetary theorist, you look at the things that are being done in this country, and you have to wonder to yourself, why are they doing these things? Why are we mothballing all of our energy? Why does, and this is not a political statement, but why are people looking yeah. at what made this country great, liberty and justice for all, where people would tie inner tubes together with string and float from, from Cuba or, or walk from Central America, you know, across, you know, God knows what and, and how hot it was and all of the perils to find liberty and justice. And people look at what's happening in this country and I think they have to question, is justice being passed out equally? Is it being administered equally? Are we the country that we once were? The, the fraying of the unity of this country, um, where, you know, after World War II and, and the Great Depression, we were a unified country. We were able to stand together and, and, and build a great country. We're not unified anymore. We're, it's black and white and red and blue and vax and no vax and rich and poor, and we're very, very much uh, just not the same country we once were. Now, what I'm getting at is simply this. I ask you, could this possibly be intended? Could they possibly be trying to create an event? And this is what I've talked about for a very long time without really saying it. When we push away Saudi Arabia, we create divisiveness in this country, we weaponize the dollar, we're doing everything we can to create an environment where you see this coalition of countries pushing back against the West, even our allies like France, pushing back, and all of a sudden sides are being drawn. And what happens? What happens if Saudi Arabia and OPEC at that moment say we're no longer taking dollars and the dollar gets dumped. The banking system, remember, Lael Brainerd is a modern monetary theorist who wants to get rid of the banks, wants to cull them. Look at what's happening with the banks. The aiding and abetting of the money leaving the, the regional banks to the big commercial banks by the Fed because they're allowing the... the money market funds to invest in the overnight reverse repo market at 5.3% with daily liquidity. 
there's no reason to stay in these fractured regional banks. You see this event or whatever event it is that creates this chaos where the banks fail and they will be bailed in, not bailed out. Bailed in. That's what the Dodd-Frank law said. They must be bailed in. Everyone will lose everything over 250000 It goes into the pot to bail in the bank. The dollar gets dumped globally because it's no longer the sole settlement currency for oil at some point. That's that all-at-once moment. You go over the falls or the Jenga Tower falls. Hey, thanks. You guys are going green. You signed an executive order. We don't need, you don't need us anymore. So we've signed up with the BRICS, and we're going to, send, we're going to sell oil and other currencies, and the dollar gets dumped globally because every country's had to hold it for 50 years to buy oil and now it creates a tsunami of inflation interest rates spike the banks collapse everything collapsed why because how else daniela do you get everyone who watches your show who said i'm not taking a cbdc not a chance well guess what the the 155 trillion dollars in debt that the u.s has 32 trillion on balance sheet medicare medicaid social security and government military pensions 120 trillion that's owed to the american public mostly and as china and japan and saudi arabia dump treasuries who's buying them all the american public so if you create an event purposely knowingly you push away saudi arabia you create this event where the dollar we're not clinging to the privilege of the world reserves currency just like the number one economic advisor in this country would like. Instead, we are incentivizing de-dollarization and ultimately that moment where there's an event created where, you know, by the government's own admission, we have five trillion in assets backing 155 trillion in debt, the largest asset, 40% of our assets are student debt. What I'm getting at is you create an event because you'll never pay that debt off, ever. There's no way you can pay that off without completely getting rid of entitlements and stop spending and do all of these things that won't work in this country. So you create an event, you have a villain. Xi Jinping and Putin and OPEC, how could they have done this to us? They dumped the dollars, look what they've done, and bang, everything collapses. And everything collapses at the exact same time. Stocks, bonds, real estate, the dollar, pensions, 401ks, the banks, everything. But have no fear. Because Lail Brainerd is here, and she's a modern monetary theorist who ran point for Fed now, has been dealing with the, the CBDC, with MIT, and all you need to do is sign on the dotted line, and we'll make you whole. In other words, what I'm getting at is, could this have all been thought out? How else do you reset? How else do you find a villain to blame for the collapsing of the system that allows you to default and start over and allows the American people to be made whole by signing on to a modern monetary theorist's dream of a central bank digital currency. Sign on the dotted line, we make you whole. So I guess all I'm saying is this. I do believe it's going to happen. And I think there'll be a tremendous amount of pushback for those who would otherwise uh, willingly take it. But what if there was an event that put everyone at the same place where... You have no choice to take it or to be or to be broke, to be busted. So, yeah, I think it's I think there's a fine line between conspiracy and reality. And I check myself when I say this. But the more I think about it and the more you look at the two people who are the number one and two advisors to this country, one wants to get rid of the banks and go modern monetary theory, central bank currency. And one wants to shed the world reserve currency. You couldn't draw it up any better in a Hollywood script to what's happening if that's indeed what you wanted to do.
I hope you made it through all that. You might need to go listen to it again because he was talking so fast and had so much to say. But I agree with him. They know what they're doing. They know nobody would want a CBDC, uh, especially those that on our side. And so there's going to be great pushback. But if they can create the circumstances, well, that's your only option. The, the paper currency you have is zero. It's not worth anything anyway, uh, like happened in Germany uh, back after the First World War. Then uh, it's kind of like that or nothing. And so anyway, I, these people are such evil strategists. They, they strategize, they plan, they, they look 50 years, 100 years into the future, what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And so anyway, I, I think that's important to look at. Again, I think they're a little ways away from that because the CBDC is not ready and they kind of still need the dollar for a little time here. But a war with Russia or a collapse of the currency at the right time or whatever are all things I wouldn't put past them because they will do anything to keep control. I do know that. I've read these people. I've looked at their articles and speeches and, and listened to the things they say, and they are dead set on world government that is totalitarian in nature and that is going to use the environmental movement and other means of manipulating people to, you know, move into their world and accept the world they're trying to create for us. Now I want to go into a few of the products I got while I was at the prepper camp because to me they were just exactly what I'd been looking for. The first thing here the man's going to talk about is the sun oven. And what's unique about it, and I love because if you're really living off the land and stuff, you know, to, to cook something, you got to start a fire and then you got to have all the utensils there to, to do that and to cook something over it. And, and it's just a big complicated mess a lot of times. But this sun oven, if the sun is out, if you have a shadow, you could cook in it just by the heat of the sun. He said they have people they've sold it to that live where it's 30 below zero. It works perfect. So it doesn't matter how cold it is outside. If you can see your shadow, you could cook a loaf of bread or a chicken or a roast or anything you could cook in a regular oven. He said you can even take a dozen eggs, take the top off of it, set it in there and leave it. And it will hard boil all the eggs without boiling them. It'll just cook them all or you can just pop them open and eat the eggs. But anyway, there's a lot of neat things to but I'll let you hear him talking about it. I got one because I go, that's that's a perfect solution to be able to quietly and inconspicuously cook things. And he says a lot of people just use them in their normal life. They'll put stuff in there, aim it toward the sun, go to work, and when they come home, dinner's ready. So there's many practical uses for it. But anyway, watch this. At Prepper Camp, there's been a lot of very interesting products and things that people are uh, providing for others and one of them was this sun oven and I'm here with Tripp he builds these and sells these but tell us a little bit about what you've come up with why you've come up with it and, and how helpful it can be absolutely thank you so sun oven's been around for 35 years and so uh, we've been putting these all over the planet we've uh, we've got them in 128 different countries right now and um, this big one that's right behind you we use that in our rural communities and so what we're able to do is really set those down and feed 1200 people a 
day with these big uh, ovens right here. Wow. So it's really a, a life changer in those communities. We're real excited and passionate about it. And we teach people how to uh, run a business with these. So it's a sustainable uh, business model. So they can take the money that they make, like in India, we just sent seven of them to India. So there they can spend seven cents a day. And so we take bread that's uh, fortified with vitamins and minerals. And so for seven cents, they can get a piece of bread that will give them what they need for the day. But over a period of uh, a year's time, feeding 1,200 a day, it, it amounts to uh, 30,000 US dollars. So we teach them how to take that and hold back 25% of it. And then they can reinvest in another villager oven. So one turns into two, two into four, and you get the picture. So yeah. it's a replicatable model, sustainable, and it sits in these rural communities and feeds people and saves lives. So it's just, it's a really neat product for people in other countries that don't have access to stoves and modern conveniences where they can cook their food. But for those that are prepping, those that are survival minded, like a lot of you are, it's really interesting things. They have the smaller models, which I'll show up close in a second behind us, but talk about those and, and just how that works. Is it just off the sun that it's doing this? Yes, that is correct. So it's 100% uh, driven by the sun. And so the sun comes down and uh, it reflects into the inner chamber of the oven and we capture it in there. Now we've been building these for 35 years. And so we've kind of got to figure it out by now. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, it's real simple. And uh, anything you cook in a regular oven, you can cook in the sun oven. As a matter of fact, people ask us all the time, do we have to get special dishes or anything? No, whatever pots you're using in your oven you can use in the sun oven and so really all you have to remember is if you can see your shadow you can cook with the sun oven and so you can just take it and set it out on a sunny day you can cook a four pound chicken with vegetables and an hour and a half fall off the bone and so really in a grid down situation it's yes. a great to have because you know uh, if you build a fire you're just gonna be ringing the dinner bell right That's and so it. being able to set this up and cook your uh, meals is uh, is you know very valuable to, especially yeah. to the prepping and uh, homesteading community yeah, it might be something that a lot of you might want to consider getting because it's very unique. The oven right behind me here, the big one, right now I can see the thermometer in there and it's 350 degrees just from the morning sun. It's, yeah. not, it's not even midday or anything. Yeah. And then there's the little ones behind us, the type you would want to get. Um, they're $4.99. Uh, $4.49. $4.49. Yeah, online at sunoven.com. Yeah, how, how would they get them? Just go to sunoven.com and you can order them there for $4.49. That includes shipping. And so they'll be out to you in a couple of days. Yeah, anyway, just I thought it was something interesting I hadn't seen before at this level. I've seen some ones that were kind of homemade type things, but these really are professional things that um, look like they would be a great blessing in a survival situation or even out camping or whatever where you could right. cook your food and you wouldn't have to be eating the you know, beanie weenies or whatever. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And you can cook some really good stuff on there as well. I mean, you know, you can put a frozen roast. Some people take it in the morning when they leave for work, take a frozen roast, face the oven due south, and as the sun comes up, by the time they get home at 5 o'clock, dinner's ready and it's sitting out in the yard. So there's just a whole myriad of yeah. uses that you can have for the sun oven. So yeah, uh, it's a really good idea. Well, Tripp, thank you so much Absolutely. for sharing that with me. I really appreciate sure. it. Thank you. Thanks. Anyway, I thought that product was unique, that you don't need wood or propane or anything. You just need the sun. Another product for situations when maybe the sun's not out or you have a campfire going is this thing called the rock pot. And I got one of those too. So these two different things, I realized I'm prepared to cook real food in a simple way anywhere I go or wherever I am. If I'm staying home because there's big problems going on or whatever, 
it's all right there without having to, again, buy propane or have a gas stove or whatever it might be. But watch this presentation on the rock pot. Um, I met this guy and I just thought, man, this is another great idea that he invented to solve a problem of cooking things when all you have available is a fire. Another very interesting product I found here is called the Rock Pot, and Fred's going to tell me a little bit about it, but it's another way to be able to cook your food in a simple way, kind of being off the grid or whatever. And anyway, tell, tell me about what you have here, Fred. Yeah, thanks, Curtis. Uh, it's called the Rock Pot, as you said. What's awesome about it, it does not need propane or electricity. It's self-contained, so let me demonstrate it for you. What makes it different is this stone. Stone's made out of a natural material that holds heat incredibly well. It's got a nice wire mesh in there so that if you drop it, it's not going to break apart. But what's cool about it is it holds heat so extreme that it'll cook your food and keep it hot. So I'm going to, yeah, so there's two ways you can cook this. One is you can actually drop it right in a fire. So let's say you got no power at home or you're out camping, you got a way to heat it. Fire's a little bit different than a stovetop, it's not predictable, so we give you a little thermostat. So you, we have you drop that in the fire. Once it gets over 600 degrees, you're good to go. It'll cook whatever you put in it. If you're at home, you can actually heat that on your stovetop. Takes 30 minutes is all. So you got the stone heated, you put it down inside our pot. Then you take the other pot and whatever you want to cook. Could be ribs, roast, chicken, even cake, bread. Put it down inside the pot. Here's the cool part. Take that with you if you want, like your truck, your boat, or whatever, or hide it in the woods. <laughs> and not only will it cook that food, it'll keep it hot for 10 to 12 hours. Let me show you a demo. Is that yeah, okay? this is, it's really amazing and how long it lasts. But what, look at this. Tell us about what you did here. Yeah, so this morning I heated that little stone in my motorhome on the burner top, 30 minutes. I put in a three-pound pork roast, a bunch of raw potatoes and carrots, right? It's all raw. It's been now, what? five hours or so all right so check this out it's not hot on the outside never gets hot on the top or the bottom but I don't know if your camera can pick this up all the steam coming out it's all cooked and it's gonna be hot like that till about five or six tonight and I'll feed everybody wow. yeah it's pretty cool and it doesn't burn the food it no. just cooks it's like a slow cook so it's gonna be tender right. and but again it's another just very creative way for people to be able to take care of themselves and eat and stuff in different situations even just camping it would be a great blessing I can tell um, but for the worst case scenarios things like this where you can have the convenience of throwing something in there and then going about your business and coming back five hours later to eat is really a blessing but how would people if they wanted to get one of these how would they do that? they can go online thank you for asking yeah. go to rockpotusa.com and you can buy them online and we ship them all over the country yeah. Well, Fred, thank you so much for sharing that. I really thought it was a creative idea. Thank you. That's really cool of you. Appreciate thank you. it. Thanks. I thought both of those were very practical solutions to providing food for yourself in any situation. Uh, we're going to be on the road in Texas the next few weeks, but I can't wait to get home and try both of those out. Another person I talked to who had some really neat things that he's doing is mark37.com, mark37.com. Here's my little interview with him talking about some of the things he's providing for people so they can have a ghost phone or a ghost computer that can't be tracked. It can't be um, kept track of like other things can. But anyway, here's what he had to say. 
Another very interesting presenter was Sean here with Mark37.com. Uh, Sean, tell me a little bit about your specialty and what you're trying to help people understand. Well, first and foremost, Mark 3.7 actually comes from Scripture, Mark 3.7, where Christ has uh, officially picked off the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and healed a, a cripple on the Sabbath, and they got very angry about him doing that, and he told them off, and so he went down to the sea, right? And it says the multitudes followed him down to the sea. And you have to think about when the multitudes followed him down to the sea from all over the place, people realized they were going to drop everything. They dropped their jobs, they left families, they left everywhere, and they went down to the sea to follow Christ. They had to build a new economy down there. They had to figure out where they were going to go to the bathroom, where they were going to sleep, how they were going to buy and trade and eat, right? right. So we think that we're in those times right now where people are realizing they need to follow Christ. Yeah. And they're leaving the matrix and following Christ and listening to his voice right now. And so because of that, we have products and services on the technology side. Because these, pro your phones primarily and your laptops are all being run by Google, Apple, Microsoft, and Amazon. These are companies that literally spend tens of billions of dollars annually, annually, trying to kill us, literally trying to kill us. And people are freely and willingly giving away their sovereignty, their digital sovereignty to these companies. And by proxy, they're giving it straight to the government as well. So it's like me giving you a weapon and saying, hey, there's a GPS tracking device on this, a camera and a microphone. I'm not gonna give you any training, but go to war, good luck, right? Yeah. It makes no sense, you would never do that, yeah. right? And it's owned by, and it's all going straight in to the enemy. Yeah. We would never do that. And yet everybody's walking around with it. Yeah. So we talk to people and we say, hey, when was the last time you said something in a conversation around your phone and then you got an ad for it within 24 hours? Everyone's like, oh yeah. So we know that these phones are being listened to all the time. And we know that all of this is being fed into a massive database that is being used against us. Yeah, It makes George Orwell's 1984 look like we're a joke. Living, we're living in it. But it's so far beyond that because right. they, they, it's everywhere we go. So, tell, so what are some of the, the products and services you sure. provide to help people disconnect and, and be able to not be visible in what they do? Sure. So we have what are called ghost phones. Um, I've actually got one in my pocket. I run three businesses off of a ghost phone and my ghost laptop. Uh, it's phones and laptops that are running open source operating systems that we're preloading with all kinds of other open source applications. So you can still have a mapping application. You can still view documents. You can still operate in the world, but not have to be paying money to and giving data freely and willing to companies that are literally trying to kill us right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is really, and then talk about some of these other things I noticed on your table. Yeah, so for those who are not um, ready to quite fully make that break over, uh, we have products that you can plug into your existing iPhone or your existing Google Android phone and it will kill the mic on the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called a mic lock. Uh, and then we also have what are called data blockers. So when you plug your phone into your uh, car, your car is really just a mobile tracking device these days, all the new phones. So by putting uh, one of these devices into the USB port before you plug your phone into it to charge it, it will kill the data connection. So whether you're at a hotel or you're at a coffee shop, you really don't know when you plug your phone in if what you're plugging it into is going to start sucking data out of your phone or not. These are unfortunate realities in the world we live in that are happening. So we have all kinds of different devices that will help with that. We also have uh, camera detectors. So if you're on vacation and you want to make sure that at your Airbnb or your VRBO or the hotel that you're at, that there's not a hidden camera somewhere, these can help you find out if there's a camera uh, in the room or not. And we have all kinds of other cool products at Mark 37, one of which is over here. This is an atmospheric water generation system. 
pulling water from the air, filtering it so that you can just drink it. Um, pH on that is about 7.8 to 8.5. Um, keeps the water circulated to make sure it doesn't go stale. Yeah. So we're trying to find these products and services that will allow people to truly separate themselves from the matrix. Yeah. Well, Sean, thank you so much. I think mark37.com, you might want to go there and just look around because there's lots of very practical, helpful things that I know a lot of you are interested in because I get emails about it all the time and be able to just have a ghost phone, a ghost computer, and then some of these other technologies to help you, again, not be so easily trackable, traceable, and where they're keeping the file on you and everything. So, um, Sean, thank you for doing what you do. I'm so glad that I love America and our entrepreneurial spirit where people, when they realize there's a need, hey, I'm going to fill that need. Um, but, but thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I travel the country doing trainings on these topics. So I'll fill a room and do three, four hours with a group and answer questions and whatnot. So if you have a community, wherever you're at, let me know. Go to the website, support at mark37.com. Every other weekend, I'm somewhere in the country educating preppers, educating people who are trying to escape this matrix and trying to arm those who are on the front lines of the war that we are right now with the tools they need to be successful. That's great. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. I'm going to have Sean set up for me a ghost phone and ghost computer because in all my travels, I don't like the idea of always being tracked and traced and recorded. So that's something that, again, some of you might be interested in. The next guy, Radio Made Easy, was a really sharp guy talking about ham radios and how practical they are today and how he helps set people up in this system where it's very simple to operate and the wonderful thing about the ham radio system is it's free it's once you buy the radio you don't have a monthly fee like a satellite phone or whatever but you can connect with all those in your area uh, that you need to talk to anytime but especially in emergency but anyway listen to this i really learned a lot from this guy Another gentleman I met, Aaron, who had something very interesting and very practical that I hadn't seen before and learned about. Um, I know a lot of you are interested in satellite phones and different ways to communicate if the grid went down and things like that, which is important. We have to be able to communicate or otherwise it's, we're like all on an island by ourselves. But Aaron, tell me a little bit about the revolution in ham radios. When I think of a ham radio, I think of that huge system and a 200 foot antenna and all that stuff yeah. but but it's different than that isn't it that's true yeah and it's evan by the way i know i might have mumbled aaron but it's okay. evan um but yeah so you're you're really empowered to take ownership and control of your own communication capability with radios right so even with sat phone it's someone else's infrastructure right but with radio if it's you and another person with a radio, you own it, you control it. As long as the laws of physics are still in place, it works, right? So, yeah, if you're imagining a big cabinet or a big tube amplifier, things like that, that's um, still available to us, right? But there's much more compact solution. So something as small as a handheld radio like this, I can fit it in my shirt pocket, and this can talk. I made a, on this exact radio, I talked 93 miles the other day um, from one one place to another so um, that's certainly an extreme example but within your local region um, completely possible to have dependable reliable communication 
um, with a small investment, something you own, something you control, and a really powerful tool to have at your disposal. Yeah. And there's no monthly fees, of course. That's right. It just, it makes such sense. When I heard him talking about it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is really important. And the nice thing is he will set it up for you. So if you know you've got family members in a 20 mile radius, wherever you live, you call him up, go to the website. He sets those up, each of the little transmitters where they are able to connect to all the, is it the repeaters? That's right. The repeaters, so then you can all talk in your area. If a a disaster happened, a crisis, whatever, you're there. I'm going to definitely do it for my family. We all live in a close proximity in Alabama Mm -hmm. and have him set them up where we can communicate if we ever really needed to, something bad happened where the phones are down or whatever. And um, how would people get a hold of you? Yeah, so I have a website, radiomadeeasy.com, and it's in the name. What I try to do is make radio easy and accessible to the common person. So if you've ever tried to get into this, uh, you've met the the folks that tend to be the ambassador of radio. Uh, Love them to death, but not always the most understandable, relatable person. Um, So I really try to bring this to the masses, to the common person, and empower you to use this, not just talk about it, not just impress you with my knowledge, right? I can I can do lots of things, but the simplicity of it, the, the simplification of it is what I take pride in. So um, you can go to my website. I put together turnkey packages, so you don't need to know what to buy. I put it all together for you, and it arrives ready to go out of the box programmed, right? So I'm at hundreds of people at events like this that already had radios but they never used them because they're too overwhelming so i thought there's a real gap here and let's solve that problem for the common person my average customer is a stay-at-home mom or a farmer or you know common people that want to solve this problem they're not rocket scientists they're not um, wealthy they just they need a an affordable practical solution and that's why i take pride in serving those folks getting them up and running Yes, and I, that's why I, I, I said, oh, I need to interview him because he explained it to me where I go, okay, I get that. That yeah. makes sense. You're doing all the hard work. I just have a, a, a device I can use to contact those I love if there was a crisis or just you can use them. You, it's like a walkie-talkie, but a whole different level because it's part of that ham radio system. But anyway, uh, Evan, thank you so much for sharing that with thank me. You. What's your website? RadioMadeEasy.com. RadioMadeEasy.com, and I'll put a link below for that. But um, those that have emailed me about, should I get a satellite phone or whatever, and I've had many like that, no, I don't think you should get one. <laughs> I think this After would be, this. yeah, this might be a better solution, a um, lot less expensive, um, and no monthly fees. And then, yeah, if you want to get the satellite phone too, that's great. But this is a inexpensive solution for many people. But thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to meet you. Thank you. Well, I hope that was helpful in letting you know some of the things out there that might be a solution to some of the problems you're trying to solve. The links to all four of those products are below for your convenience. And anyway, it was a lot of fun being there. I learned a lot. Our verse for this week is Philippians 4.9. And Paul's writing to the Philippians and he says this, Those things which ye have learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. We need to practice what we preach when we do the things God's asked us to do. And we're the salt and the light 
God blesses our path. He directs it. And uh, we have that peace knowing that he is in control and we can trust in him. But anyway, I appreciate you. And until next week, God bless you.